Welcome to the Daily Win, a Today App podcast. My name is Shay Antunes. Today is the final part of our three-part series with Fayetteville, Georgia multi-line agent Bubba Roop. I am so thankful that Bubba was willing to be a guest on our show, and I'm grateful for his passion and his willingness to be vulnerable with our audience. So Bubba, thank you so much for being uh, willing to be on our show. Also on this episode, we'll have a new edition of the Founders Corner, where Mansoor will be answering a question from one of our listeners. So I'm very excited to bring this to you all, part three of our interview with multi-line agent Bubba Roop. Hope you all are having a great day, and thank you so much for listening. Um, so Bubba, you know, you've got this tight team that's been with you since the beginning. Um, how, how do you plan to, well, you, you hit the nail on the head, uh, Shay, that's, culture. that's definitely coming. It's coming very soon. Um, so plug, we are looking, we are mm-hmm. hiring. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I want to put the, I, I don't want to <laughs> just bring on a person. You'll hear people say team, 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 all businesses say team. I want it to be the right person. That's going to, that's going to come in here. It's going to fit the mold. Bubba yep. Root Multiline Agency, uh, our vision is Colossians 3.23, okay? Um, it says, work as if you're working wholeheartedly for the Lord rather than for people. My team, they don't work for me. My name's on their paycheck, but they, they know that they're working for, for Jesus. And whoever that person is that wants to come in here, mm. I'm not saying they got to believe or not be a believer, but I want them to understand what we, what we value our morals, our ethics, our integrity. I'm going to interview them. I'm going to see all the things I'm looking for uh, that feel the need that we need. They want to be amongst a, a very top producing agency um, that loves taking care of people, that works hard, that's highly rewarded. Um, I like to say highly paid. I do the best that I can, um, you know, and, and, and wants to fit the mold. Sure. Then I'm going to interview them. My team is going to interview them. I'm going to get an input from my team and what their thoughts were. Um, in their opinions, and uh, and then we'll do a follow up. I'll take a key question, and I got this um, from another multi line agent, so I give credit when credit's due. But at the end of it, at the end of an interview, if you really feel like that this candidate's going to be the one, maybe they don't have the skill set of maybe the greatest communication. Okay, and that I know that's a huge part in the insurance world, right? Maybe maybe they seem a little uh, shy or maybe a little timid. Uh, but but you can see that there's something in them that want to, wants to take on this opportunity. You can, can develop them because of maybe they've overcome some obstacles in life. Maybe they got a heart that, that really wants to go do something. They really care about people. Well, you know, um, from a sales aspect, obviously, if talking to a stranger, you know, I did this. And, and it showed me something about a key team member that I have um, showed me that they had some audacity in them that, uh, that you can't develop and coach. So I asked uh, them at the end of the interview. Hey, if you don't mind, now keep in mind, they're not a t- they're not employed by me. They, they, they don't have a business card of mine to give out with their name on it, right? Um, I asked them, I said, hey, would you mind walking next door over here? And, um, you know, maybe just go find somebody that's out walking around. Just don't, you know, walk up on them like you're trying to be that guy or that gal. Uh, but, but make it, um, you know, make it interesting and, and see if you can maybe get them to uh, give you a call to get a quote on their insurance. Okay, and, and, and they're going to look at you in two ways. They're either going to just be baffled like a deer in headlights 
And that, at that point, you know that's not who you want on your team. Okay? Pretty simple. Or they'll say, okay, well, you know, let's go do it. So, and I did this, and y'all are probably laughing, and you're like, this guy's crazy. But they got up, walked out the front door, started walking next door. And this is at the end of a first interview now. First interview. I just knew that I, I wanted to see and see if they had the audacity to, to talk to a stranger or, you know, or even want to try to talk to a stranger. They turned around and said, well, what am I supposed to say or give them? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh, oh, I, I wasn't prepared because it's the first time I did it. Mm-hmm. So I, I handled my business card and um, I said, mm-hmm. no, just go give them this and say, hey, we'd love to help you with your insurance um, because they had a, uh, a new tag on the back of their car, right? And therefore, they just bought the car. So you can look, you know, so just see if we can ever help them on their insurance. Go ahead on this car. So they started to walk over there to the person and I stopped them. At that point, I knew they had that they had the audacity to go do it. I didn't let it go through. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm fringing on any kind of interviewing uh, guidelines or what you can and can't do. And I hope not. But uh, I wanted to see if they had the audacity to go talk to somebody that they didn't know about what they're going to be doing to make a living. Because if they didn't, I'm already setting them up for failure. I'm asking them to go get an insurance license to join me, to me to develop them, train them and role play them. And six months down the road, it's never going to work because they don't have the audacity to talk to people, maybe out in public, maybe, you know, when with a waitress or a waiter when they're out eating dinner. And I've tried to train and develop them on that. And if they have that in them, you can develop any skills that they need. You can role play with them. You can coach them. You can mold them. You can teach them what words to say, what not to say, what objections to overcome, and, and, and develop all those things through them. But if they don't have that audacity, you're setting them and their family up for failure is what you're doing. And, and I think that that's a key aspect of what I find if, when I'm going to bring on a new team member. Um, so, new team members, if you hear that, get prepared. Uh, <laughs> but. But um, but but I think that um, mm-hmm. I'm going to train mm-hmm. them one on one. Shay, I'm going to have to take time out of my day, but I'm going to train them one on one. I'm not going to expect my team to do it. I'm not going to hear that he sure. said, she said. Uh, you can do it this way. You can do it that way because we all have a system. But my team knows. I give them all the ingredients. They make their own chili. Okay. I'm not going to. I'm not going to mandate how they. We have certain systems okay. and policies in place. Don't get me wrong. Helps us be successful. But that new team member, I'm going to train them. They're going to get licensed. They're going to do all the requirements, get everything that they need to get to be uh, part of our agreements. And I'm going to role play with them one-on-one until they get it. And and then as they continue to get it, I'm going to role play with them even better and better and better and better until I know that they're continuing to develop to where they need to be. Now I'll let them obviously communicate with my team, right? Because everybody has different inputs on being in that seat Right. From from things that have that they've learned and, and, and how they can all help one another in this culture, in this team. And I think it also help them develop some rapport with each other. Right. Develop more of a team aspect, more of a relational aspect, how they can help one another. But I'm going to put that on my shoulders. And I know that y'all agents out there are thinking, I don't have time for that. I can't make that happen. Well, you know what you what you inspect, what you expect. And, and, if, and if you're expecting your team that needs to make a living and, and provide insurance, uh, to train this new person, uh, take time out of their day to do it. Well, you, I hope you got something in place to make up for the difference of what they're producing for your agency and, and how they get paid for their families. Um, because I was in those shoes and I wanted to always do that. And I did the best I could. You know, I wanted to make sure that I, 
I, I always brought in somebody and helped any way that I could with the abilities that God gave me. But I just think that that's the way that I'm going to do it. And and then I know that I've given them all that I have to set them up for success. Um, I don't want to just hopefully depend on um, someone else doing that. Wow. Well, uh, Bubba, I have to say, uh, just be prepared for some resumes coming in after uh, after this uh, show. So, uh, well, yeah, just, yeah, they can they can they, awesome, they can send them to Bubba. Uh, I'll, I'll and Bubba, love that. myagent.com. and I'm sure sure Shane will probably put that in the uh, in, in the bio on this podcast. But yeah. Uh, absolutely we 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 can we'll we can definitely put that in there for you well man as we're as we're kind of getting getting close to the end of uh end of our conversation um something i like to ask uh ask all all of our guests uh all of our agent guests specifically is to just go back to uh you know the day before you open so but go go back to november 30th of 2018 uh if you could go back to that day what advice would you give yourself Based well, on your I always say experiences this over the last 14 months. Uh, that's my dad's birthday, and I, I just made me want to think of uh, just, you know, beyond grateful for him and who he is, and he's a huge part of why I am where I am today. Um, but what I would do differently, um, I don't know, man. My team and I, my wife, we busted our tail. We come in here, we remodeled this building uh, in an old house that I never worked in. I worked in a storefront, right, for four years with my agent. So completely, completely different. Um, mold of where I would yep. operate out of, but God put us on one of the busiest streets in my town that I didn't even know was here. Um, and it was a blessing how that all worked out. I have amazing landlords. What I would do differently, um, I thought on that a little bit. Um, and, and I just think that where I am today, what I would have loved to implement would have been, it's, it's called the sigmoid curve. And my VPA brought that to my attention a few months ago at a, um, a trip we were on. So you got to correct it before it happens. And basically it's at the point of where you're basically ha- going through too much and you're not able to handle it. And then you're trying to correct it and it's too late in essence and common, you know, uh, common sense. That, but, but, but basically I felt like the Lord is telling me in Luke sixteen ten it says, if you are faithful in little things, you'll be faithful in large ones. And by what I say that is he's grown this, this, this agency that we had, this book of business exponentially. And now I'm seeing that we're, I want to be able to provide these customers excellent customer service whilst continuing to grow at the model that I have for our agency team and, and Carl and Megan in, the, in this agency. And I'm seeing that we're starting to bog us down with the service load that we're having to take on. So what I'll say say is you always hear people say hire, 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 have team, have team, have team. I don't think we're too late, but I think we're right there at the point um, where we're going to be bringing somebody on. And I would have loved to already kind of been preparing for that, getting that person right in the right mold. And I've been praying. I've been praying a lot about it, that God bring the right person, uh, seeking his counsel, seeking who that'll be, um, you know, and, and seeking out local center of influences, in this, this town, in this community of people that would want to fit in with this mold. Um, and I'm really about to blow that up and figure out who that's going to be. So I think that being prepared to be faithful with the large ones who God's brought us to, these customers deserve the excellence we, we said we were going to give them. And I ought to be able to have the capacity to do that. By doing that, I need to bring somebody on um, so I can help make that happen. Um, my wife has done an incredible job. 
but she has her own aspirations and dreams as well that God wants to give her. And I want to see those things flourish and prosper. And, and she's been handling a lot of that, helping us uh, while being an amazing mother um, and amazing wife. So I want to kind of see that we can bring that person in and, and make that happen. So I think that, um, I think that being prepared to bring that right person in um, who that's going to be, um, a few months ago, I was nervous about it because I have such a great tight knit family. You know, like you did, like you did say, Shay, it is rare for um, yep. you to have the same two two team members along with obviously my wife, the vice president, who's crushed it. If it wasn't for her, uh, I don't know where we'd be at with, with with everything these customers need. And then bringing on, I did bring on Miss Miss Connie um, a, a few months back to help a lot with the service loads. A remote worker, uh, part time, and she's done incredible. But I need somebody in this office. I need somebody answering these phones. Um, and, and I think that I should have prepared a little bit earlier um, to have somebody in the hopper uh, ready for that. You know, already already licensed. I like to have somebody licensed by now, that right person, to be ready to, to go ahead and bring them in. So maybe a little late in the game on it, but we're not, we're not uh, you know, we're not behind the eight ball. You know, we're just uh, – we're figuring out how to how to how to get that cue ball around it and make sure we continue to grow in the right right direction. So, I think that um that's that's pretty much man everything else we've done we've done wonderful. If you're a new agent, I will tell you this. Invest, not expense. Okay, invest all that you have. Give everything that you got. If you look at it as an expense. You're already setting yourself up for failure. Look at it as an investment. Your assets, your team, okay? You, what is your asset in you? You're the greatest asset you got. Marketing, go out and blow up the local community. Spend all that you have. Do it wisely. Be a good steward, right? But know that it's going to reap, you're going to plant those seeds Mm -hmm. and and it's going to reap a harvest to where you're going to be able to take care of those seeds that you planted. Do it wisely, but I tell you, that's the key feature that I've compared myself with where we are today, versus a lot of the uh, a lot of my friends that 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 I, that I see the differences in that what I did versus them. There's a huge risk, huge risk. I mean, I've invested heavily, um, but dialing all that back into bringing that new T Timmer in, I think that um, you know it's that time and and be able to bring them in and and um, and make it happen. Well, that that investment that uh, uh, that's truly just living out. You know, no plan B, burning the ships. I mean, you know, all in, baby. You, you all put in. your chips in the middle, and, uh, <laughs> and you're and, and that's that's right. That's right. Um, well, man, you're 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 over fourteen months into being an agent, and you've had some awesome, awesome success. A lot of cool um, accomplishments. A great team. You know, you're you're, you're doing really well, um, furthering the kingdom for sure. Um, so, you know, with all of that in mind, uh, you know, well, I'm not saying this because I'm success? trying to be super spiritual. Uh, but 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 Jesus changed my life in college. Um, sure. I had given my life to the Lord in, in, in high school as a senior, more or less kind of the, if I died going to college, knowing that I was going to go <laughs> play play and party and, and turn into uh, whatever it is I was going to turn into that I'd go to heaven. Sure. But um, I, in the, uh, in the, in a blink of an eye. And uh, I drew near to God and surrendered completely. I told him I'd never look back. And, uh, 
that moment I met a gentleman named Forrest. He's probably uh, my best friend outside of my wife. Uh, we don't talk much. He lives in, in South Carolina and he's a, he's a pastor out there. But he showed me the love of Jesus in a way that no one ever has. Still probably never will. Um, I saw him as a youth minister on campus, knew who he was, always respected him. Um, but he showed me a love of Christ that really showed me who Jesus is. And that, that, that was kind of the pinnacle cornerstone of who I am today. Made silly choices. I sin every day. I'm no saint, um, but I'm not who I used to be. And, and, and I give it all glory to God. You know, I met my wife when I got out of college. She's my, uh, she's my heartbeat. I tell her that every day. She's, she's, she's my world. She's the only reason she completes me. Um, and she's got my back. She picks me up. She dusts me off. She, she encourages me. She, she energizes me. Um, and she told me, hey, let's do this thing. So we've done this together. This is, this is our agency. Um, we, God bless us with my little girl who I look at all the time when that alarm goes off in the morning at 4 o'clock a.m. Um, you know, does that have to get you up? No. It's passion. It's zeal. It's go get it done. It's go provide. It's go be for these customers. Go be there for my wife, for my daughter, and to, and to watch her grow up and prosper and thrive. And me be able to meet anything that she ever needs in this world, man. Um, you know, I, I gotta give I gotta give credit when it's credit's due. Pastor uh, Michael and Charlotte Turner at Turning Point Church, um, they've been our home pastors and, and made a made a difference in my life. Along with that church, along with several brothers in Christ, um, in, in a way that I can't explain. Uh, it's helped me be who I am. It's helped me know my morals, my ethics, my integrity, um, and, and it's helped me um, own up to my mistakes and, and, and get better when I've messed up. Um, and showed me a love that I've never experienced before. Uh, my sales leader, um, Dr. Bridges, incredible man. Uh, I never talked to any other ones when it was time to pursue my other opportunity because I spent an hour conversation with him in my driveway one night and I knew he was the one I wanted to work with. This man makes a huge commitment and I knew he had helped me be successful. Um, two multi-line agents in the same territory where I am who are probably some of my biggest competitors, but probably two close brothers that I could call at any given time. Uh, Craig, Craig and Jake, y'all, uh, y'all mean the, they, they mean the world to me and they've helped me. They've been extremely transparent um, with any and everything that I've ever needed. When I was in the internship, before I opened up, when I opened up, I just ate lunch and went to church with them Sunday. Um, you know, they, 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 they've, they've, they're a huge part of the success and, and I want to make sure that they know that. And I'm very, very thankful. Um, Fayette County and the surrounding areas, this community, my hometown of McDonald's, Stockbridge, all the customers, um, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be where we are. They're the ones that allow us and trust us to ensure them, uh, take care of them, and be there for them. And uh, and I'm forever grateful. Uh, my team, they're the only reason that uh, that we got the lights on and, 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 and the bills are paid and, and, and policies are getting written. Um, you know, Carl and Megan and, and my wife and Connie, um, they do the thing every day not me i just make sure the ammunition is there i make sure that all eight of them are fed i make sure they don't need anything that they got everything that they need help them get better help develop them and then last but not least uh i got to give credit to the company that i have a contract with uh i'm forever grateful for them they uh, i believe in them i believe that sure. if they could or if they if they wanted to they would say that they're a christian company uh, because of the integrity, the ethics, the morals that they have behind them. Um, they've given me this opportunity. Um, they've helped me develop me and, and give me an opportunity that I didn't think was, was possible. I think it's still the best opportunity in the United States of America um, where we get to take care of people. We get paid very well. 
and we have a life to do whatever we want to do on a daily basis. Um, and this company is, is you think of the local agent in your local community and uh, you think of the Georgia Bulldogs, the color of the Bulldogs, you can, you, you, you can probably figure out what company I'm with. Um, and, I'm, and, I, and, I'm and I want them to know that. Um, and I, I look forward to mm-hmm. having a relationship with them all the days of my life to continue to make a difference um, in this community, in this state, in this country. Um, be able to take care of many customers, many families, as many businesses as possible, and to be able to pay it back, pay it forward to local churches, the local nonprofits, these local schools, these local communities to, you know, go, go, go be a part of the, the, the local athletic teams and uh, be able to be a sponsor. You know, I remember playing high school football where kids couldn't afford cleats and always saw lawyers and insurance agents on T-shirts, and they were the ones that were always helping um, doctors, you know, these people that make have a good wealthy income uh help these kids have just cleats mouthpieces things the schools couldn't afford that that, that the child's supposed to buy so that they could be able to be an athlete who probably hopefully went on to be college and maybe even the nfl i don't know um i want to be able to do that i want to be able to make that happen um and and i want to be able to make that difference and be able to be there for these customers customers call in with health conditions be able to see how i can help them how can I pray for them? How can I work some things out to make things happen and, and just be able to be available? You know, um, you know, I, I'm so thankful. And, and that's a part of our success. You know, it's uh, it, this is only just the beginning. So, uh, you know, what people can buckle up, you know, as Ronnie Doss, he's a great mentor on podcasts that I listen to and talk with. Um, he says this and I love how he says it. He says, in my humble but confident opinion, because uh, we know who we are. We know who we whose we are. And as children of God, um, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So whatever you're going through, keep pushing through, keep persevering, keep trusting, believing. Um, You know, God is the God of the hills and he's the God of the valleys. You know, I read it today when I was reading it. It talks about that the God makes his saints and the whirlwinds of the storms. So you're going to go through the storms. You're going to lose those team members. Your team members are going to go through stuff. Can you be there for them? How can you show them not just a, a boss, right? When I got furloughed from the railroad, not bitter, I got better. I tied up on a computer to go home, Shay. When I hit enter, it says, you've been furloughed. A computer laid me off, okay? I didn't hear from a human being for three months, which was my same super, my same supervisor who hired me two years prior. Not bitter about it, right? That was wow. a Wednesday. I had, to ha- I had to have income on a Monday for my, for my fiance. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Um, my team is never going to experience that as long as they give me all that they have. And I can be able to be there to be able to make that happen for them. That's the difference. So be that in the insurance world, agents. Let your team know that you love them. You'll do anything in the world for them. It's a give and take that they'll never have to just be laid off by hitting enter on a computer because you get to say, you know, what happens and what goes on and how you can develop them, how you can train them. You're responsible for that. And, and, and take that with, a, with some dignity. And, and, and I think as long as they know that, they'll buy in on it. And if they don't, if they're not wanting to jump on that bus and they're not the right person on that bus, then they'll get off the bus. You know, I've heard it said, hire slow and fire fast. And uh, and that's the motto I'm going to take. I'm going to let the gospel be shared. And, and I plan on uh, being a household name to be able to make a difference and, and be a leading model um, to work hard and do it the right way and, and to make a difference in people's lives um, in any way, any way that I can help uh, make that possible. I will, Shay. So. Awesome. Wow, man, that's a, that's fantastic. I think that's a really good place for us to, 
to to end it for the day um bubba i just wanted again just like uh, i'm pumped up i'm ready to go run a couple miles now after, well, after Shay, this conversation I'm, I'm for the opportunity um, thank just you for reaching thank out you for joining and, us today uh, on the daily win you know like i said colossians 323 works for working for the lord not for people and as long as you do that god's always watching and and, and you're his child and uh and if you don't know who he is call me at 404-542-7645 and uh, i'd love to share the share the good news with you have a great day welcome back to another uh founder's corner segment here on the daily win podcast um our guest today again is the awesome co-founder of the today app Mansoor hassan Mansoor, how are you today i'm great shay you know we keep getting more and more good feedback from your from your segments and so pretty soon people are just going to want you to have your own show <laughs> yeah think. right but yeah. uh <laughs> well uh, uh I appreciate you coming back on, and uh, we we got a really really good question this week from our from our uh, listeners, um, just about activity and production and just data that that we look at on a daily and monthly basis. And so, um, you know, there, our, our listener wants to know with you as an agent and a user of the Today app, what are the activity and production numbers that you look for uh, look at on a daily basis and on a monthly basis with your team? That's a good question, Shay. Um... So when I look at kind of what we're tracking on a daily basis or even a monthly basis, um, I kind of go back to that principle of keeping it as simple as possible. Um, I, I like to attribute that to, um, you know, a study that was done and, and it's, it's published in the four districts of execution, but basically that talks about the number of things you track and the number of goals that the team has um, is proportionate to what they can get done. So like basically it says that if you have two or three goals, to track you can achieve and your team will achieve two or three goals but if you have four or ten goals uh they'll actually only achieve one or two and then if you had 11 to 20 goals they'll achieve zero and it goes back to that focus of, of being able to focus on a few things and so i think keeping it as simple as possible is the best um, so what i try to do with my team is not have any more than than four or five things that we're tracking at a time preferably just two or three going back to that study. Um, so if you can dial it down to just three things, um, you're really going to make sure that they hit those three things every single day. So I actually break it down between a sales and a service. So on sales, we're looking at if they're if they're a outbound salesperson, meaning they're trying to bring in new business to the agency. Uh, we have them tracking calls, household quotes, and household sales. Um, those are the three most important things that they can be tracking because it's going to show them how many people are they contacting or attempting to contact, how many of those contacts did they convert over to an actual quote to get to say yes, and then of those ones that they got to say yes to a quote, how many of those are they converting over to a sale. Um, there's nothing more important than those three things, in my opinion. Um, and it makes it really easy for them to track that and have goals associated with that. Now we do track other things through, you know, a monthly tracking. Um, we will look at a bunch of other stuff, but that's just on the, the, the simplest form we could get. Service is a little okay. different because service is going to be more of calls as far as how many people are they contacting with, how many clients are they speaking with that are already current clients, how many times are they pivoting during those conversations, and then how many appointments are they setting. 
So those are the three main things we track from a service perspective. Awesome. And really, it seems like with any sort of production metric, any sort of activity metric, if they're if they're hitting their goals with those three things, everything else will probably take care of itself. It you does. Say? It does. And then on our we have we have two weekly meetings, one on Monday morning where we're going through the numbers and one on Wednesday, kind of a midweek. And that's part of our systems operations and actually where we practice word word tracks and things like that, too. Um, but on a on a on a Monday morning, we're tracking some weekly goals. So we have a report that we have downloaded or, or uh, that we have prepared that's tracking our weekly goals. We know that if we sell X number of autos per week and X number of fire, um, that we're going to hit our ultimate goal for the month and ultimate goal for the year. So we track auto apps written, fire apps written, life apps written, health apps written, bank apps written, and set appointments every single week and we have a number associated with that as a team so that's kind of one of our team trackers that we look at um, and then for the month we have a monthly tracker that's basically our ultimate goal for the year um, and bro that's broken down into a monthly amount and we track all of those things so we get really detailed with that i call that more of the agency report and not the team members report because i want the team members report to be very simple very easy for them to understand but then us as agents, we need to have the, the details and we still need to communicate those details to our team. It would just not be something they look at every day. Gotcha. And and how often are you looking at that monthly agency report as the agent? Uh, pro I'm probably looking at that one every day, uh, but I'm not okay. communicating that with my team every day. Gotcha. So, uh, but that's helping you look through the telescope and make sure that the ship's going in the right direction. Yeah, it makes it to where we can be really reactive um, with to, with them on, on coaching and what they need to be doing, but we're also not like pounding things down their down their throats. We're focusing on, hey, do these three or four things really well. The rest is going to come out at the end. That's great. Well, Mansoor, thank you so much for joining us again today, and I hope you have a good day. Thank you. Thanks. You know, over the three parts of our conversation, Bubba shared his unique story of being a collegiate athlete to working as a train conductor to becoming a very successful multi-line agent. Bubba is extremely passionate about his business and his why behind his business. He shows his team genuine care and they return great loyalty. I mean, he's fostered a really, really cool environment there with his team. Over the course of listening to the conversation with Bubba, I hope that um, you've started to think about your why. You know, what's your big picture why? Why are you in the business you're in? Why are you working the job that you're working? What is it that's driving you? The answers to those questions, the big picture why, the answer really to that question is what sustains us long term, more than really anything else. So again, Bubba, thank you so much for being on the show today. So that'll do it for today's episode. Um, if you would, please send us your questions for the next Founders Corner segment at thedailywin at todayapp.com. And thanks again to Bubba Roop for joining us and bringing the passion. And thank you all for listening. 
If you would, please do us a favor and rate and subscribe to our show. We have new episodes dropping every two weeks. If you've subscribed to your favorite podcast, to our show on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, etc., our show will automatically drop in your feed on the release date. So if you subscribe today, you'll have our next episode uh, drop into your feed on April 30th. Thank you so, so much for listening, and I hope you have a winning day.